Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm not joined by Pete Donaldson this week. It's a sad week. There's no Pete yet again. But we are joined, on a rather more positive note, by the one and only Ryotaro Sakurai. Once again, he's back. Mr. Footloose himself. How you doing, Ryotaro? I am back. Oh, dear God. Footloose. Oh, God. <laughs> I love how you snorted there after singing it. <laughs> Good God. Uh, this is the second time Ryotaro's on the podcast. Yes. He was here on uh, Thursday, now he's back again mm. on Sunday. I'm getting used to it now. This will be the second and final time Rotaro is final. on the, the, the Abroad <laughs> Japan podcast. Uh, and this week, because Rotaro is, credit where it's due, a genius and all-knowing wise man when it comes to Japan travel, he's travelled Japan uh, more than anyone I know, except maybe myself. <laughs> I don't know, I wonder who has travelled Japan more out of you and I. Have you been to all 47 prefectures? No, I haven't. <laughs> no, 45. Rubbish. 45. Ah, 47, yeah, my friend. Yeah, I know oh, but Ryotaro knows Japan probably better than I do because he has travelled more thoroughly within those 45 prefectures. So today, we are going to grill him on his 12 must-see places around Japan. It's going to be an interesting one. Uh, and not, this is why one of the most popular topics we get on the podcast. Actually. 12 things. 12 places. 12 places. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. 12 mm. things will be the next time you come on. Okay. <laughs> um, 12 places around the country. And because you've travelled so extensively, I'm sure it's going to be you know, a pretty interesting list. We're not mm-hmm. talking like Harajuku and Asakusa. We're going to go a little I'm bit deeper than that. that. This is for like mm. people that really want to see the real Japan. <laughs> the real Japan. But first things first. Um, we got a question here from Mike the other day, mm. and it's it actually it, it, he wants to uh, get the sort of your opinion on something. Um, it says, "Hi, Chris and Rotaro. Glad you're okay after the monster earthquake." In your video last week, you mentioned that this was the first time that you felt uh, that you actually might die during the earthquake. Uh, this made me think: Are Japanese people so used to earthquakes that it doesn't phase them? Uh, how did Natsuki and Ryotaro take the earthquake, for example? Um, I'm glad to see you're safe. Um, all the best, guys. Mike from Berlin. So, I mean, the earthquake, it's been about two weeks now since the, uh-huh. um, the very scary earthquake that levelled the Abroad in Japan studio. Uh, <laughs> it's now back on its feet, though. It's all looking good. Um, but, you know, I did speak to you the night of the earthquake to get your sort of thoughts and see mm. how you were. Mm. Um, and even you were sort of rattled 
by the earthquake, right? Oh yeah, um, <clears throat> I haven't I haven't had that strong earthquake for the last eleven years actually. Eleven years. Eleven yeah, years. Yeah, last yeah. last one we had was like three one one, right? Yeah, three eleven. Big one. Eleven. So so we haven't had that kind of earthquake for ages. So um, the earthquake doesn't really start strong. Normally it starts from like kind of weak. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. But the since three uh, since three one one, what happened was that they actually now we are all equipped with a smartphone with mm. alarm. So it will actually alert you um, just before, like I'm talking about like like three seconds before yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, um, uh, the earthquake comes. And so that alert actually went on, right? The, the alert only goes on uh, when they think it's going to be a really strong one. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, because I always wonder what the, sort of what determines when the alert goes off. Because right. it isn't, I don't think I've had the alarm since last year when there was a, a magnitude seven, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it went off then and that frightened the life out of me because I hadn't heard it in so long. Yeah. Um, so when I heard it, like I, I was a bit warned, right? I was like, oh shit, it's going to be a strong one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. They, it, 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 like, it started really kind of um, slow and then suddenly it gets like stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. Normally, we are, yes, we are used to earthquakes, but normally it stops and it goes down. Yeah. It, 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 it gets to the peak and it goes down. The peak is not that high. Mm. That that's what the, the, our ordinary like earthquakes uh, we are having is is, is normally like that. But this time it went on and went on and went on again. Mm. Got stronger and stronger and stronger. Like three three one one, eleven years ago. Did anything like break in your house? Unfortunately, not nothing. Unfortunately, oh, unfortunately, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wanted, Riotto wanted to exploit his insurance policy. <laughs> and get some oh money. no, my get, car's get broken. Get some money. Yeah, I'll need a new Ferrari. Business, business. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, nothing, nothing. But my office, yeah, yeah, got destroyed. Did it? Yeah, because I live in a house, right? You do. I live in a house, so that's why, like, the two-story houses. So because it's lower. Oh, and your office is like four stories up, right? Sixth. Ah, okay. Sixth floor. So that's sure. why. Yeah, it's gonna. It shakes a lot. But you don't get. You you weren't scared by the earthquake, were you? I was a bit because. It was, you know, like like I told you, it was one of the strongest since yeah, right. the yeah since the since the earthquake we had in 2011. So I was like, oh shit, not again. That's why. Yeah, thought. sure. Yeah. And last time during the big one, was there any? You, you think you told me there was no water for like two weeks or something? A week, uh, ten days. That's terrifying. Ten days. No, no electricity for three days. Uh, no water for ten days. What did you do for those three days without electricity? I can't imagine that. It's horrifying. Uh, camping. Camping. So what what happens when you lose the electricity or power is that the, your fridge doesn't work anymore, <laughs> right? So meaning that you have to eat whatever it's in there. Have to eat the ham and cheese. So, what what we did the barbecuing? Seriously, mm. we had like a whole barbecue kit that we used to use for the the camping, right? Bloody so hell. we just took that out and we just put the fire on to you know just kind of. Do I, some... I mean, I live in an apartment block. How can I have a barbecue outside? Well, on the balcony. Yeah. Oh, that, that's what people are doing. Jesus. Seriously. That's insane. And so you go outside at the supermarket, it was all <clears> open, like with a like uh, kind of like little like hat. Uh, and what they did was like they were actually serving everything for free. Good God. Yeah, like ice creams especially. Wow. It's getting melt. Wow. <laughs> it's there getting you melted. go. Yeah. Big earthquake, but yeah, free ice cream. What about the water situation? How'd you get around that? Well, so they, there was like a, uh, the huge tank right beside the uh, um, where I live, right? So the yeah. tank had a water in it. So mm. actually, we, it went on for three days, first three days. So like when we did not have electricity, we mm. had water. Uh, okay. But after three days, that water that was in the tank 
went out. Oh, so went shit. out. So that's the day. Like for the fourth day, we uh, we started losing the water Whoa. for more than a week. What did you drink? I uh, we so what we did is we had the water uh, in the bathtub uh. to use it for the toilet oh. to flush it. Right, um, but for the drinking water, uh, it, we, we had like, we had like, just drinking water, just you know. How? How I had it like in the in the bottle, like the plastic uh, bottles, okay. yeah. So you were able to get drinking some water. water and also, like there are uh, some like you know cars with the water mm. and uh, running around, and uh, you know people get water from these cars. Okay. Yeah, like run by city. It sounds like there was a good sense of order. During this time, yes. Uh, for instance, we have this called um, thing called a Chonai Kai, which is like a township, like little. Like it's, it's a smaller version of township. Your neighbors, right, right. Neighbors have it. it ha- we have like a groups, the group in the, in the each area, and mm. say a group of say uh, twenty or thirty households. Okay. And each each of those yeah, the groups has its own kind of a meeting space. Uh. And then when earthquake happens, these group like works together. Okay. So someone has got a generator and a pump-up generator so that you can actually um, uh, recharge your battery there for, mm. instance, for the smartphones and stuff. So um, this group, Chonai Kai, actually worked really, really well. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and that was everywhere in Japan. So. The merits of collectivism. I guess teamwork. So. Teamwork. teamwork, coming teamwork. through it yeah. as a team. We're good There's at a it. sense that if something like that happened in the UK, it would be like every man for himself. Yeah, and I want all the water. Give me all the electricity. Yeah, well, why is that in Britain, for instance, when these kind of things happen? Why do people break into the supermarkets and steal things? I mean, I don't think we have had that happen, <laughs> to be fair. Uh, I don't think it's happened, but <clears throat> I feel like, uh, yeah, public disorder is a much higher risk mm. in sort of Western countries where individualism right. is like prioritised, right? Like we, like, we are so used to queuing up. That's what mm. it is, I guess. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Japan's this element when everyone's working as a team, though. Yeah. Like, and you have to because the country's so densely populated, right? Mm. You know. But, uh, yeah, really interesting question, Mike, and a very interesting answer there from Ryotaro. Yes. Um, Before we begin this list of 12 places around Japan, a whirlwind Mm. tour, some good news, or rather, an exciting announcement. Uh, This month, we Mm. are about to begin filming of a brand new series of... Journey Across Japan. J-A-J. And for the first time in a long time, I think you you were last on the original one, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I was. Four years ago now, 2018. Is it? Yeah, I bet you feel old now. But oh, Realtro is actually going to be joining for this series, meaning you and Natsuki, finally, at last, after... In the same video. A decade, are going to be in the same video. <laughs> for the first time. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. No, because I mean, what everyone everyone thinks that we're the same person, right? You are the same. Mm. But, oh God. Yeah, it's like, that would be a very interesting person, like multiple personality, <laughs> split personality disorder. Um Punk rocker versus Muppet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Shaking to death, Muppet. Mm. Um, But this series of Journey Across Japan, we're going south. We're going to the islands of Okinawa and Ishigaki. Uh, Somewhere that I've only been once, albeit briefly, and somewhere that I've yet to explore. I don't think Jerry or Natsuki have ever been there. Not kidding. You've been to Ishigaki quite a lot. I've been to Ishigaki, I've been to Okinawa. You could be something of a tour guide. Yeah, I've got relatives there as well. Oh, well, yeah. you could be our tour guide in Ishigaki. And we're actually joined by my good friend Jackie. He, we haven't seen since the Sapporo Snow Festival with Pete Donaldson a few years ago. I actually gave Natsuki and Jackie this really strong hot sauce. <laughs> the strongest hot sauce like death, in the like world. Like a death sauce. Yeah, they got very arrogant and were like, yeah, we could do it. And then they nearly died. 
And uh, yeah, where, where's, where's it from? The states? It's hot sauce. Yeah, it's yeah, from, yeah, uh, yeah. So the normal reaction. It's always feasts, American. Yeah, YouTube series. Um, but yeah, Jackie's going to guide us around Okinawa. You're going to guide us around Ishigaki. Ishigaki. So it's going to be a lot of fun, guys. We start mm. filming in about two weeks' time. Yeah. So right, exciting, close. and the series should be out in late May slash early June. So something to really look forward to there. I'm Definitely. very excited to get out uh, of Sendai and go somewhere a bit hot and sunny. It's been yeah. a while since I've been anywhere nice. And, and we are sunny. carefully like a planning something that's very very exciting. Are we? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> well, it sounds pretty ominous. <laughs> sounds like Riotro's got a surprise. I want to see you and Natsuki have like a sword fight, right? When I whenever I make a video, uh, like whenever I make Journey Across Japan. I start with the trailer. What would I want to see in that trailer? Mm. And one of the things I want to see, I've, I've bought the rights to the song uh, Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Relax, don't do it. Yeah, that one. Mm. I bought that, right? And I want, I'm going to have that as the trailer song. And I want you and Natsuki to have like a sword fight with that music <laughs> sword, fight. sword fight. What is it to do with the song? Because everyone's going to be like, wow, it's Ryota and Natsuki, right? Yeah, but why is it relaxed? Does it have to be relaxed? Well, because I, I thought... Like, because it's going to be like paradise. It's like a dream come true. It's like kind of... beautiful paradise. No, not 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 you and Natsuki paradise. Like, because Okinawa is literally paradise. Yeah, it? but me and yeah, Natsuki in there, it's, it's more even more paradise. Uh, don't know about that. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it, I thought it'd be quite fun to watch you have like a sword fight and do some sort of I don't know. Maybe I'm getting carried away, but no, you've got that to look forward to, guys. Mm, sure. uh, so, plenty to look forward to. And now, twelve. Must see places in Japan. Right. From the great Ryotaro. Number one, what have we got? And this is in no particular order, right? No. Okay, no. okay. Like from right. north, south, doesn't really matter. What we got then? Impress me. I would uh, start one. with. Yeah, I would start with Nemuro. I don't know. Where the, oh, that's that's in Hokkaido, right? It's the eastern Hokkaido. In the east, yeah. In, in the east. It's, it's the whole different Japan going out there. I nearly went. We nearly went there for Journey Across Japan in yeah. February, but then the. Uh, bloody COVID kicked right. off. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Japan went to lockdown again. But Nemuro, what's that famous for? It's it's kind of like the East Hokkaido is a whole different whole, whole world. different. It's like it's like Canada of Japan. I would right, say. right, right. It's a grizzly grizzly yeah. bear, crispy bear, no, <laughs> crispy bear, <laughs> crispy bears, <laughs> bears of Hokkaido. Yeah, okay, Hokkaido grizzly. Normally, um, the kind of bear that we have in Tohoku in the other parts of Japan is like it's a, how do you call it? It's a moon like a, well, moon, we have the black bear, the black bear, black bear. Yeah. Like it's like two meters height. Sure. Um, no, Not big, even big enough, yeah, but yeah. yeah, but in Hokkaido, Nemuro, that area, you actually see a serious bear, serious, serious bear, serious grizzly bear, crispy bear, serious crispy bear. Yeah, they, they, and you can actually um, they have a tool. Right. Uh, they're watching the bear, and also they've got great nature. How do you call that thing that the ice that's coming to the uh, the, the coast? Uh, like uh, can, icebergs. Like, icebergs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can get a ferry, can't you? That can yeah, um, like go through the sea, mm. the Sea of Okhotsk. I think it's called. Yeah, Okhotsk. Yeah. And um, and look through all the ice, and it looks really stunning. I really want to do that, and I'm gutted that I wasn't able to do yeah. it. This so year. that that's where you can do it, Nemuro and that area, and you can also um, invade Russia if you want to. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> it's Ten right there. Political you can tension. actually see. <laughs> you can see Russia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they stole all the islands, didn't exactly. they? Exactly. So, like, so it's going to be a good chance for us to just take it over again. <laughs> Ryotaro will be riding into Russia on his crispy bears. <laughs> what's the um, what's the uh, the local food of Nemuro? Uh, Nemuro in that area is what definitely it's um uh, famous for seafood. Uh, the, the crabs, especially. Mm. The Hokkaido are famous for crabs. Uh, and also they've got... Um, and right next to Nemuro, there is a city called Kushiro. 
Kushner. And then Kushner's famous for uh, seafood barbecue. Seafood barbecue? Barbe- yeah, yeah, on a grill. Good. Yeah, charcoal grill. And that definitely you have to try. And the Nemro and that area is also famous for kombu. Seaweed? The, uh, seaweed, kombu seaweed. You, mm. you, you get dashi, your broth uh, out of. And the people actually go all the way there to get the best uh, oh. kombu oh, wow. uh, from that area. Definitely. So seaweeds, bears, and icebergs. Nemoro in Hokkaido, number one. <laughs> Interesting place. I haven't been there. Would love to go. And I'll, I'll definitely try and make up for this year's yeah. failure by going there next try, year. Try the uh, nature tour. What's the best time to visit? Oh, it really depends. If you want to see the iceberg, well, definitely it's yeah. winter. Okay. But obviously it's summer. It's nice because it's not, it doesn't get that hot. Well, at least, yeah. Mm. Although you run the risk of running into bears in summer. Yeah, of course. I mean, they're that's, pretty, they're that's pretty one dangerous, of the those ones. That's there? one of the excitement. Until you, you die. Yeah. All right, next point. Number two, what you got? Uh, I have Hotokegaura in Aomori. Ah, okay. I've been there with you in the video, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, Aomori is, um, they're like two horns, right? Two horns, right, the right horn and the left horn. And uh, this Hotokigaura is left, on the... You mean like peninsula? Peninsula-wise, yeah, yeah. Just because I think people are going to get confused. Uh, it's a two horns. <laughs> and, well, if you geographically, you look, Weird if, you, if you look at it from above. Sure. Um, the, 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 it's on the right peninsula. Mm. And uh, it's on the tip of it. It's a, uh, it's, it's, how do you call that place? It's, it's, well, it's, it's like, rocks of it's, mountains. mountains it's, rocks. Is it, are they made of chalk? Yeah, we went. So we went there in a video called "Japan's Two Million Dollar Tuna," and in that video, Ryota and I went uh, fishing for tuna. Yeah. That area has the most prized tuna yeah. in all of Japan, mm. um, and and the most expensive. Yeah. Um, but around that place, around that area, we went to Hotoke Gaura, which is quite a difficult word to say, and uh, they've got these like really beautiful chalk. Mountains sculptures, sculptures. Yeah. they're like really strange. They're very, like very sharp pointy yeah. kind of thing it's really hard to describe what they yeah. are it just, it just reminded me of like, like Lord of the Rings or uh, yeah it looked like Lord of the Rings it looked almost like the edge of the earth when I was there yeah. I felt like I was yeah. on the edge of the world or yeah. something a beautiful stunning place um, yeah, I re- I, yeah I re- and later I, I saw um, uh, uh, kind of a uh, guidebook about like 50 sceneries that you must see in like the world and only one from Japan was a Hotokigaura that's insane Yeah, but I can see why I can see why um, it is a bit of a trek to get up there, but a very rewarding place to yeah. explore. And you've also got um, Osorizan, a really beautiful temple in a yeah. caldera. Really hard there. to film. And Ryota and I, for our video, that video, we tried to film there. And I said, oh, it's quite sulfuric. It smells quite pungent. And they watched the video, didn't they? Like the, mm. the monks, so they were like, this is unacceptable. You've yeah, mocked They, they our... thought we were making it funny or yeah, something. Yeah, they thought we were making fun of it. And I, and I was pointing out an objective fact. It smelled of sulfur because it was a volcano. But anyway... Still bitter about that. I'm yeah. going back there and filming it without their permission. You should, you should, you should. You're really should. I mean, like that's something that's really worth yeah, no, like, it's seeing. You, it's, yeah. it's kind of that's again like a totally different world. Like, is, as yeah. if you're like edge of the world somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So that part of Japan, very beautiful, quite difficult to get to. You need to get like a bullet train to Hachinohe, switch to a local train, yeah. or take a ferry from Hagodate. Or do that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Cool. Very good point. Um, number three though. Third place. Uh, Ishigaki Island, the where way we're we going. Go. Yeah. So Ishigaki is one of Japan's most southern islands. Yes. One of the most. One of the most. Um, the Ishigaki Island is a island. It's called Yaeyama Shoto is the name of the kind of islands. Yaeyama sure. Islands. And one of the, the biggest one uh, in Yaeyama Islands is Ishigaki Island. Okay. So it's the most southern islands of the whole Japan. Like even more south of like than um, uh, Okinawa. 
How does it compare to Okinawa? Well, well, let me just tell you this way. It's only 100 kilometers from Taiwan. So it's pretty warm for most of the year. Uh, Very tropical, very tropical. And uh, it's got its own, like, very unique culture. Mm. Ryukyu culture. It used to be kingdom, right? Okinawa. Yeah, yeah. Ryukyu kingdom. So it's got, like, a really strong... (laughs) Uh, culture like Okinawa Ryukyu culture remained in those islands and uh, it's just simply beautiful mm. the sea the Kabira Bay is one of the, 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 what the one of the most beautiful bays that I think yeah Japan. I want to film in Kabira Bay but mm. you can't swim there you can't swim there Why you're not allowed that? I don't know it's, it's been like Cultural, cultural, protection, whatever it is. Um, And also, uh, right next to Ishigaki Island is Taketomi Island. It's only 15 minutes by boat. And what's there? What's there? It's um, uh, all the houses. It's just a small island, right? All the houses are all like, uh, I was going to call, like, how to say, wall, right? Right Mm. outside the houses. They're all um, made out of, uh, there's a, Leaf. How's that? <laughs> what's They're the made thing? out of leaves. No, no, no leaves. How's that? What's that? What's that thing called? Uh, what's that thing called? Uh, I don't know. In You're the, the in the in the sea, the uh, plant. The, Seaweed. No, no, it's not the the the, the stone. St- I don't it know. looks like you chalk. No, it's a chalk. Starfish. <laughs> no, no, the, the thing that that's really beautiful. Like it doesn't. It's like a stone. It's like a it's like a plant. That's a coral. Coral thing. Oh. That's it. That's it. Oh, okay. It's made out of the coral. Wow. Oh. The, all the walls. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and made out of walls, <laughs> and also like uh, uh, the houses um, in Taketomi are all protected, meaning that you cannot like build like ordinary looking houses, like huh. Japanese looking houses. They all have to be uh, well, like the, sure. the one, the traditional ones, right? And in there are two two types of like accommodation that you can get to stay. One is like just ordinary hotel, right? But looking like the traditional house. Yeah. But the other one is the Japanese inn, like a minshuku. Okay. It's owned by just a family or something. Mm. And what they do, this is something that I want all you to try, is that by when you stay at this like little like house, like it's like almost a homestay, right? They have after dinner, they serve you dinner. It comes with like two, like dinner and breakfast. Yeah, and it costs like less than a hundred dollars oh, normally. It's pretty reasonable. It's really, yeah, and then after dinner, they have this called yuntaku. It's like, a, it's like an after-dinner party. Ah. So like uh, you actually drink with uh, the people who are staying and also the family. Yeah, the, yeah, the owner family. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's the, they, they do it every night. Wow. What is, yeah. what is the, um, the food of Ishigaki? You don't really hear about it much. Uh, like they've got a really big like, shrimp called kurumaebi. That's ah. what you, yeah, and they, they use ramen. Uh, not ramen, Okinawa soba. It's oh, like ramen, cool. yeah, really. Uh, that's the, uh, using the uh, bonito broth. Hmm. It's very nice. Oh, nice. And also, they have an Ishigaki beef. Oh, more that, beef. And that melts in your mouth. I bet it does, just like every other cut <laughs> exactly. of beef but in Japan. But let me tell you, what's so special about the Ishigaki beef is the, um, you know, like, you know have like, we have many different kinds of like, famous beef in Japan, right? Yes, too And many. Um, what they do is that they grow this baby cow, yeah. and then they actually send it to like, all these places in Japan, and then they become whatever beef. So the originally, uh, like many, many, many uh, cows they were like born in really? these islands, and then they sent off. Why is that? The, uh, it's, it's just the climate, I guess. Huh? Yeah. And the kuro cows, and, cows love the sun. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really sure. But there is an island called Kuroshima, uh, <clears throat> like a black island, right next again, right next to Ishigaki. You can just yeah. it's only half an hour. Every once in a year, there is a Kuroshima festival and a cow festival, <laughs> Ushimatsuri. Cow festival. Um, they uh, or there's a draw. 
Mm. Like uh, end of end of the festival, there's a draw. If you win, you get the cow. <laughs> you get a cow as a, as a, as a as take a, it as a, home. Yeah, take it home exactly as a what reward. The hell? So um so t- yeah, you can take it home it's if you want bag. to. But see, you, you can what if you if you or I win, right? Yeah. You 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 wouldn't be able to like you know just take it home. It's impossible. Stick it on the A and A flight. Yeah, of course you can do that. <laughs> in the seat next to me, the cow's coming with me. But what happens is that there are like many kind of uh, my house, like buyers, like it's round like in the festival. Mm. And then so at the moment, oh, I win. Yeah. So I won, right? So these buyers will come to you and say, oh, I'm going to buy an, uh, your cow at this price. Uh. That's what people do. And oh, you get cool. about a million dollars. I mean, to oh million, sorry, million yen, sorry. Oh, yeah, that's million yen. a lot less like, than well, $10,000. $10, well, it's, it's a pretty big drop in price. Yeah, exactly. well, but that's awesome. Um, let's get a cow yeah. when we go. Let's get a cow. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, cows... And excitement in Ishigaki. Fourth place that you recommend? Mount Aso oh, in Kumamoto. Favorite. Too much volcano. Too much volcano. ASO. Yeah, see, I needs no introduction. I was so jealous that he, you know, that that song. <laughs> really? Yeah, too much volcano went on like it's a. It's a was that a, uh, the it went on a ranking, right? Or the I <laughs> like, I I like the, in the Apple Store ranking. Yeah, I think it was like fourteen. It's amazing. On the iTunes it's amazing. Yeah, pretty the whole good. World. You yeah. can make a song in Ishigaki on yeah, like, Journey Across Japan. Don't yeah. worry. Ishigaki C or something, whatever it <laughs> oh, is. Oh, dear. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, Mount Aso. Um, the, the, the scenery is so special. You've been is, there, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah. It doesn't really need much of an introduction, this one. Because mm. uh, most of our viewers will know okay. it yeah. from Journey Across Japan. It is like, 
it has some of the most extraordinarily beautiful scenery mm. in all of Japan. Like I just don't, I can't recall seeing landscapes like that anywhere else in the country. No, no. With all the sort of calderas yep, and the mountains. Calderas. Yeah, honestly, nowhere else in Japan quite like it. I highly recommend a trip to yeah, Aso. Definitely. And talking about Mount Aso, right next to Mount Aso, in the Mount Aso, there is a place called Rakuda Yama. It's, they serve the best chicken ever. Chicken barbecue place. Really? Rakudayama. It's in the whole Japan I'm talking oh, about. Oh, how did I miss that? Yeah, yeah, Rakudayama. So like, just try to search for Rakudayama and uh, just, just go there. You experience. It's just an amazing experience you have. Yeah, and so. you can check out our video from Journey Across Japan on that last year because yeah. we covered Asso in detail. Okay, number five. Number place. five. Kochi City. Ah, I went in there. Shikoku. Yeah, we went there in September on a wacky weekend with my friend Connor. Mm. And we went to the market. Yes, that that's what's what I was going to talk Ira, about. What's it called? Iraha? No. No, no, no. That's in that's, that's in uh, yeah, that's that's different. Uh Hiromeichiba. Hiromeichiba. Hirome market. Yes. I went there with Connor. We had uh, the I think Bonito fish. Yeah, bonito fish. Tataki. Tatsuo, tataki. Yes. Like kind of uh char sur- surface char grilled. Uh, uh, bonito fish. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. bloody tasty. Lightly, lightly it's kind grilled. of like grilled on the outside, so it's got a sort of nice barbecue taste, yeah. and then quite juicy the in the middle. Yeah, yeah. sweet. And yeah, yeah, juicy. Ah, yeah. oh, it's amazing. The the Hirome Ichiba is like it consists of say forty restaurants, I guess. Uh, forty uh, little restaurants, and yeah. like but it's like a food court, right? Mm. So you can get food from these, say, multiple number of shops, and you can gather and eat all these food at one table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why Kochi though? Just for that? Just for that? It's really worth just just going there. I mean, Kochi itself has got like really nice, uh, beautiful rivers. Uh, that you can do the uh, uh, the kayaking. And, it's quite uh, a difficult to reach place. I mean, I drove to Kochi from. Osaka, and it's on the far side of uh, the island of Shikoku. So it's pretty mm. isolated. I imagine you just fly there, though. You just fly there. You just fly there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from Narita, there's like LCC, so we can fly really cheap as well. Oh, cool. Mm. All right, Kochi. Yeah. Good for nature. Good for fish. Yep. Good for the market. Yep. Uh, sixth place. What do you got? Uh, Kamikochi in Nagano. <sighs> I've always wanted to go. To Kamikochi, um, that's on my hit list. I think it's the world. It's it's one of the world heritage uh, places. Yeah, I, I, I know. So Kamikochi is a, a very isolated mountain range in Nagano. It was only accessible a few decades ago when they drilled yep. a tunnel into it, basically. Yeah. Yep. Um, but it was untouched and unspoiled. There had been no logging in that neighbourhood. Right, most of Japan has been logged at some point. The trees have been chopped down and yep. turned into desks and flutes and whatever yep. Japanese people have when they have wood. Yep. <laughs> but Kamikochi, untouched, it's, not, it's untouched. And also, you cannot uh, you cannot go there by uh, private transportation, for instance, cars. You're not allowed. Oh, I didn't know you, that. You have to take a like electric bus to protect the environment. So you would drive to near Kamikochi, near Kamikochi, take the switch to the bus, and you get there. And then there is like um, you know um, the the really expensive hotel called Imperial Hotel in Tokyo, in 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 Tokyo, right? Which we went to for the the day in my life video. Exactly, you wanted to, yeah, exactly. So (laughs) there are, uh, I think there are only three Imperial hotels in Japan. Right, Uh, one in Tokyo, one in Osaka, and the third one in Kamikochi. No way. Yeah. Huh. When did that open? Long time ago. Ah, right. Long time ago. So Kamikochi, it's like a Switzerland almost like. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, Telmart. The, the yeah. photos, if you look up Kamikochi, it looks like the Garden of Eden. Yeah. It looks like heaven it's, on yeah, earth. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, um, when was the last time you were there? Five years ago, five, six years ago. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. I went there in summer. 
I mean, it's closed during the winter. How, so be careful. How much time would you recommend spending there? Is it like a few days of hiking? Well, or? I mean, uh, there are like only uh, several hotels that you can get to stay. Because, uh, I mean, and you're not allowed to uh, build hotels anymore. Oh, right. Those hotels are only hotels that you can get to stay. Right. So it's really hard to book hotels. So if you're if you're lucky enough, you can just you know just go ahead and then book it and um, just stay there for two or three days. And if you're into trekking, yeah, yeah, definitely that's the place to go. Place to trek, mm. fantastic. Um, okay, uh, seventh place that you recommend, right? Uh, Niseko. Hey, I, I was there just three months ago with the uh, Trash Taste guys. We went skiing, right. top premier ski resort in Japan. Right? Yeah, I was there only like a month and a half ago. Now, yeah, now I was just. I recommended a restaurant to you, but you said it was. It was closed. It was nah, closed. Uh, COVID. Nisiko is quite comfortably the nicest ski resort I've seen in Japan. It, well, I would, by far, by far, it's like world class. The biggest. Well, the biggest is in like Nagano, and the biggest ones Shigakogen are in Nagano. Shigakogen and Daiya, yeah, 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 Shigakogen yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, Hakuba. But Nisiko is a real sort of high class, premium feel to it. It's mm. not cheap. Uh, it was pretty expensive for the week that I went there. Yeah, I mean, it's the it's. I think the population of Niseko is like three thousand or something. It's really yeah, really yeah. small village, but it's got like a park higher. It's got like a Ritz Carlton, all these like expensive hotels. They're all there, all included. Yeah, yeah, and also the quality of restaurants is really really high. Absolutely, yeah, the restaurants were exceptional. Yeah. but also the the quality of the snow. The main reason people go there Powered has uh, some of the highest snowfall on the yeah. planet in yeah. that part of yeah. Hokkaido, and it's very powdery fluffy snow yeah. perfect for skiing and yeah. you do it all uh in front of a massive mountain called the, mount yote mount yote which is uh, right in front of the resort yeah. so it's a very picturesque and, and stunning resort as well and i'm out of like the snowfall like it's it's, it's a lot like it, it, it <laughs> yeah. almost snows every single day meaning that in every morning you can enjoy the powder snow my car i oh my god i left my car for like three or four days <laughs> no, you, you and i went back to it and it took me like an hour to excavate yeah, it yeah. and then i couldn't get out of the car park because someone else got their car stuck and half the hotel had to come out and like excavate this bloody car. Bit of a nightmare. So if you do go with a car, get the snow off, like yeah. dig it out every other day because it just gets ridiculously buried. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you want to go skiing anywhere in Japan and you've got a, a good budget to play with, Nisiko is the unrivaled yeah. champion. All right. Um, okay. Number eight. What do you number got? eight. Uh, say, um, Hachinohe. Hachinohe. Morning market. Had you know here morning market? Had you know morning market? Oh. You've been there. We've 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 been there. I haven't been there in a few years now, but I absolutely love Hachihohe. Hachi, I can't say Hachinohe. Hachinohe. It's a beautiful place, but the, the, the morning market is yeah. well, the biggest in Japan. Right? Yeah. Well, morning market is a thing in Japan, isn't it? Like, I've I, I been to many markets, mm. but like, you know, in the world, right? But they're, normally they're all like um, uh, night markets. Yeah. Well, in, so in Japan? Much, in Japan, yeah. Where? Oh, no, no, we're not talking about worldwide. Like, you oh, know, right. Thai, you know, if you go to Thailand, there were night markets. Was like, you know, if you go to like, uh, or like day market, but not, there are not many places where you have a morning market. Mm. The morning market is like, to me, is like a Japan, Japanese thing, isn't it? It was one of my, yeah, I mean, I don't know about that, but like, it's one of my favorite videos that we've made together. We You have to get up really early for it, really, to yeah. enjoy how to Five-ish. 
5 a.m. It peaks at like seven yeah. or eight. Um, they close at nine. Yeah, it's cl- it closes at nine for God's sake. Um, so you need to make sure you've had a good night's sleep the night before. But it's just a magical place. I remember we went. There was great coffee. There was exceptional yeah. fried chicken. Yeah, yeah. Truly exceptional. That was like, I remember fried the Fried chicken in, at 6 a.m. There was even a car. Someone trying to sell their car. Yeah, for, at, at the $500. And there's people playing music. It was a very dynamic, exciting place. Did we go in winter? No. It we went was, autumn. It went autumn. It went uh, autumn. So it wasn't too cold. Yeah. Um, they're like, uh, it's a morning market of like consists of, say, 300 or more than 300 shops yes yeah so if we just walk around like two hours is like may, may not be enough to like if you go no, one no. by one and then and every weekend there are like more than thirty thousand people that's insane come in that like only four hours jesus yeah it's amazing it's um uh it, i mean hatching or here whenever people come up i've whenever friends used to come over yeah. to japan i would actually take them on like a little road trip and we would often go to hatching here and we'd mm twin the Hachinohe morning market with the Yatai Mura yeah, stand. So in Mura. the town of Hachinohe, there's uh, lots of little <laughs> yeah. Yatai stalls where it's like a bar or restaurant that fits about five or six people. And if you saw a video, Rotterdam went there, Rotter and I went there, we did a video called... Um, Japan nightlife night, night etiquette. It explained. went viral, actually. People it liked did, it. It did yeah. do very well. And it's just Rotter and I going around Hachinohe at night. Um, but like, it's a great place to go, A... For the Yatai Mura mm. and getting the great local food and the atmosphere. Yeah, and also meet people because meet you're people. so next to each other. Yeah, it's a small yeah. place and like, you know, people ask you where you're from and stuff. So it's good for a night out. And then in the following morning, mm. providing you're not too hungover, you can go to the morning market, right? Yeah. So you've got that sort of twin yeah. experience. Definitely, um, definitely. It's a beautiful place and it's only, I think, what, three hours by bullet train from Tokyo, right? Right. So right. it's pretty accessible. It's mm. far north, but it's quite easy to get right. to. But, but be careful. They're, they're closed during the um, winter. The market, yeah, the yeah, market, it's morning cold, market. Yeah. It's like it, uh, from uh, January to March. January to March. Yeah, so now it's open. Awesome. It's opening, it's opening. Have to so. drop by soon. Yep. Uh, all right, good. good. Good recommendation. Number right. nine, what do you got? Uh, Yufuin. Ah. Oita. Oita. So this is a hot spring resort in Oita. I haven't been there. I looked at going during Journey Across Japan yeah. 3. We ended up going to Kurokawa Onsen, which is actually oh, not too nice far too. Away. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, not, it's, not, it's not bad at all. Why um, Yufuin? Yufuin, um, they, you know how like Japanese um, uh, kind of touristy resorts, right? Touristy places, they have like all the signs everywhere. That's, well, to me, that's ugly. Sure. And uh, they try to keep the place really like lean and clean and uh, without these um, the signs. If they put ever signs, uh, they actually uh, make out of the, the wood and stuff like that. Okay. It's really nature. And, you know, they, they have no guardrails no on guard the road. Rails. Oh, so, no. it's, yeah. Um, so, it's almost like a day um, as if you were in, uh, uh, in Japan, say, 200 years ago. Yeah. Because you only see wood, the wooden places, okay. like no guardrails, no metal things. No guardrails. No metallic things. And, and have, I was, good, have a good insurance policy. No, no, no. no, no well, you're not, you're not, they don't have cliffs or anything. It's all flat oh, right. land. And, uh, and uh, there are some, uh, the three Ryokans. I forgot the names. Uh, right. They're really, really nice. But they're quite expensive, like maybe $500, $600 per night. But it's really worth it. Um, so definitely if you're uh, around Kyushu, uh, Yuhuin. Uh, you will love the place. Is it better than the neighbouring Beppu? Yes. Okay. Oh, so, see, Beppu is different. Beppu is like a, lots of ryokans, the big ryokans, and it's really fun to like kind of uh, roam around. I mean, Beppu is like, the it, biggest hot spring town in Japan, I yeah. think, right? It's more like relaxing. 
you feel it, right. it's more relaxing it's more like a nature again the trekking stuff so it's, so it's got it's, it's been able to keep on to its traditions yeah, definitely which i think is really important because yeah. you know a lot of hot spring towns in japan are just big touristy places with big hulking ugly yeah. hotels yeah. so yeah, yeah it's important to hold on to those sort of isn't. tradition yeah. and architecture yeah. cool uh you feel in number 10 what do you got number 10 uh i would say uh Tawada. Tawada. city aomori in aomori aomori it's the um it's got what well, the um, Tawada city has got its uh, it's a famous worldly famous oirase gorge yeah i i know we went there i don't know if we filmed it we filmed the oirase hotel we did a video yeah called japan's most beautiful yeah. hot spring or and cider I'm, or something and i made a video as well in my channel mm. that about uh, Real the Oira, japan. Yeah, japan exactly so thank you for the, <laughs> thank you for promoting it uh, for me uh it's uh it's always a gorgeous really really beautiful especially during the uh summer i would say mm. yeah because it's just a green uh it reminds me of um that all these uh ghibli films ah uh, yeah yeah i mean the forests are very dense and luscious yeah. and there's lots of nice moss <laughs> yeah, that's a moss. Over the rocks, they, they have right? a moss tour. A moss <laughs> moss walking tour. tour yeah. Well, I know what I'm going to go on yeah. when I'm old. But the hotel that we stayed, right, the, 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 during the, the video, and that was really good. Oirase Keiryu yeah. Hotel. Yeah, so the Oirase Keiryu Hotel, it's not the cheapest hotel. No, it's not. But, but food. They have a amazing, awesome, um, amazing food. a very authentic hot spring in mm. a waterfall, right? Yep. So it's just a waterfall, and there's a hot spring just next to it, naturally. Pumping up. And naturally pumping up. And then there's like a separate like annex onsen and they take you on the bus. Yeah, you have to get up what, like 5 a.m. Yeah, get on a bus. And, yeah. Uh, no, that's because we were filming. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, and also, um, don't forget about, like when you go to Toada, don't forget about the uh, uh, Toada uh, Art Museum. Art museum. Modern, modern Art Museum. Mm. You haven't been, right? No, no. Yeah, that that is something that you must see because the Tawada is trying to make the whole town, the whole city art. So uh-huh. they don't, they don't only like exhibit the art art uh, work um, inside the museum, but also outside. Okay, sculptures yeah. and things. Yeah, sculptures and shit. And also, like I, I, I think I called one of the artwork Chris. Oh dear. In my videos. Hopefully, so it was a handsome yeah, piece yeah. of artwork. Yeah, uh, the only problem with Tawada is it's a little bit difficult to get to. Not so much. Well, if you've got a car, it's fine. But. No, but we've got a Shinkansen station called uh, Shinohe Toada. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, you know, you know, see, that's not that's not right in the center of the town. Okay. So you still have to drive, but it's like that's the closest station, Shinohe yeah. Toada. But anyway. There's yeah. lots of um, strange things in that neighborhood, like the place, the town where they thought Jesus died. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shingo, like, Shingo Village. It's like half an hour from there. Yeah, yeah, if you want to yeah. go and see where Jesus really got buried. Yeah. And then not too far west... They eat bears. We did a video there last year, didn't yeah. we? Where we ate a bear. Oh, that was pretty good, actually. That, yeah, that place yeah, was all right. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> that, oh, I, I like I the deer, actually. The deer was good. Deer was, deer Don't was about good. the bear. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, deer very bear cool bear area. Bear that, bear that part of... <laughs> that part of <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, that part of Almori is a very uh, mysterious... Mysterious place. Authentic, let's authentic, put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting choice. Tawada yeah. and South Almori. All right, yeah. uh, 11th? 11th, Ginzan Onsen in Yamagata. Ah, I just got back from filming with Natsuki and Shala there. What, what do you think? I, I just love the place. Well, I've been there a few times. Um, I think it's one of the most beautiful hot spring towns in Japan, but big criticism, I don't think the hot springs are very good. 
No. In the hotels. Yeah. See, that's why. Uh, <clears throat> which it's 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 nice to actually go there and film or like take a photo. Yeah. And just enjoy the just you know, just walking around, but. Like you said, the onsen, the quality of the onsen, the hot spring itself is extraordinary. Yeah, I mean the the, the bath houses, the, the baths I've had there have all been pretty average. Mm. Um, Agree and not Agreed. great. You, you know, you don't get like a private mm. hot spring in your room at any of the places there. Yeah, that's a that's a big weak point, but it's made up for completely by the the visuals. And I find yeah. I, my personal recommendation would be to go to Ginzan, but maybe not. Right. But where would you stay though? I can't remember the name of it. Okay, so um, there is a really, really nice hotel. It's the only one. Yeah, I would say it's called Fujia. Fujia. Yeah, because if you if you try to like, if you stay there, then I think you'll be all satisfied. Okay. You'll be all like, yeah, you you like it. You love the, the, the including onsen itself. Mm, yeah, mm, just mm. try to well try to stay there, but it's again, it's it's bit, it costs a little bit. Um, to get to Ginzan, it's quite easy. You get the bullet train to you get the bullet train most of the way, can't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, or Ishida. To then, to like just north of Yamagata City, yeah. and, and then many the many ryokans like they actually go and pick you up at the station. Yeah, cool. Mm. But like, yeah, very. I mean, that place was designed for Instagram. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I a, I totally agree though. I totally agree. It's, it's so photogenic, and there is actually um, uh, Tendo Onsen. There's like another Onsen area, Tendo Onsen. They actually have a bus tour huh. to Ginza Onsen, Onsen to Onsen. So they'll that's a good idea. Yeah, so like they actually that these these people stay at. Tendo Onsen, but this is go to Ginza Onsen just to take photos. I mean, I've stayed back. at Tendo a lot more than I've stayed at Ginza. It's more, much more reasonable <laughs> on, the, on the pocket, on the piggy bank. All right, and right. the final. Final one, Toyama City. Place. Toyama City. Toyama, Toyama City and Toyama Prefecture. I haven't been to Toyama since journey across Japan mm. when I had the black ramen with Charlotte. Yeah, okay. And black ramen that, is great. That was my impression of Toyama. The scenery is nice in Toyama. Actually, I tell a lie, we did go round... Toyama on Journey Across Japan too. We we stayed at this like mm. <laughs> weird campsite um, and went <laughs> and then drove into Takayama, which is in the mm. neighbouring um, Gifu Prefecture. Yeah, I don't really know much about Toyama. I know it's got some of the biggest mountains in Japan. Yes, it's got a place I really want to go to, mm. um, the Dam, Kurobe Dam. Kurobe Dam. So yeah, so you, so you know these places, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Toyama, uh, well Toyama City uh, is a place I like, uh, uh, especially. Because you can actually overlook this uh, northern Alps of Japan. Yeah. From the city. Yeah, yeah. Especially there is a place where um, you can actually see the Toyama Bay and Toyama City and the uh, northern Alps. Oh, just wow, so. in one site. You know, the Alps are massive. Um, we're talking, what, 3,000 meters? Yeah, them, and then right next to the city. That's, that's what's, a, mm. that's what's um, amazing. Because normally, uh, when you have uh, uh, what do you, this, the, uh, the mountain range of 3,000 you know, meters. Yeah, it's normally you need to. It's quite far from the city. Sure. Normally, but it's not. Toyama City is quite a big city, right next to those like you know Northern Alps or the three thousand uh, meter high mountains. What That's would you amazing. recommend to do within Toyama though? Or just the izakaya, definitely really? izakaya. Uh, the fish sashimi is uh, is really really uh, good. The fish is really nice. The sushi definitely is. Because Toyama's on the west coast, right? By yes. Oh, so different kind of different kind of fish that you can get uh, uh, from the say uh, the, from the cities that are facing the Pacific Ocean. Because yeah. this is the Toyama is facing the Japan Sea. So um, if you go to Toyama, definitely sushi restaurant. Even like the, those mm. like going around sushi, um, it's it's really worth uh, trying. Have you ever had um, 
black ramen. Yes, I have. What did you think of it? Okay, so uh, <laughs> let me just kind of explain a little bit about black ramen. It's it's the soup is black, and then if you go to this original place called Daiki, there's the Daiki is like the original place that they serve black ramen. Uh, Daiki, the ramen at Daiki is just so salty, so <laughs> so salty that I would not recommend uh, anyone uh, if you're just kind of like you know, expecting something to be really really nice or something. It's just you just if you enjoy the saltiness, just go ahead. I mean, it was designed to be eaten with rice. Yes, it is. So it's the it was the first ramen ever. That and the first thing I did was I ate the bamboo thing, you know, the memma. Yeah. And I ate bamboo, and then before getting to get before reaching the ramen itself, the noodle itself, I had to go to the rice because it's so salty. The memma itself. Yeah. So, but Daiki is the only place. It's that salty. If you right. go to other ramen, black ramen restaurant, it's it's like a lot better. Oh, I don't know which one I went to, but it was the saltiest thing oh, that's, I've ever put in yeah, my mouth. Yeah, that's daiki. That's definitely daiki. I, both Charla and I recoiled while <laughs> trying to eat it. Um, and I, my stomach felt really bad afterwards. Because, you know, ramen in general is pretty salty mm. already, let alone yeah. with something that's basically just pure salt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd still recommend trying it. And I kind of want to try it again but maybe if there's some sort of less black ramen variant like less salty well, variant. try sushi then low salt black ramen let's let's bring okay. it on okay all right and then and then can i talk about toyama once more yeah uh something else something else Go on, man. okay uh there is one uh, city right next to toyama city there is a city that they have um they somehow like cleanse the oysters, you know, oysters. Some, you know, oysters have its um, it's a bacteria inside. Yeah, and uh, some people cannot handle it, and then they mm. have like you know dairy afterwards or whatever. But and uh, so Toyama has a special facility that they are really like they are specialized in cleaning huh. the, the oysters from all over Japan. Really? So this this place is the only only place in the whole Japan you can enjoy oysters from all over Japan. Huh. That's the only place. But normally, right, if you're in Sendai, you, you can only eat the ones around from, from this area, right? From Matsushima. From Matsushima yeah. or from Iwate or these areas. But Toyama, you can enjoy oysters from oh, everywhere. That could be good. Yeah. So that's, that's what I... That's, that, no one knows about this thing. Uh, and so if, if you're listening to this this podcast, you're the only one that who would like learn this well thing. And you will enjoy that when you're, you go to one Toyama. Of, one of the chosen few, you now know where yeah. to get oysters from. Yeah. Um, Interesting list. I'm just going to do a quick recap as we go through it. And as I do, have a think, Ryotaro. Yeah. Which one would be your number one choice? If you could only recommend one. So first we had uh, Hotokigara in mm. Aomori. Yeah. Uh, followed by Nemuro yeah. in Hokkaido. Mm. Ishigaki uh, in Okinawa. Mount mm. Aso in Kumamoto. Mm. Kochi City in Kochi. Mm. Kamikochi. <laughs> lots of Kochis. <laughs> Kamikochi in Nagano, yeah. central Japan. Niseko mm. in Hokkaido. Mm-hmm. Hachinohe in Aomori. Yufu in uh, Hot Spring Town in Oita. Mm-hmm. Tawada and Tawada Lake in Aomori. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ginzan Onsen in Yamagata. And finally, Toyama in Toyama Prefecture. Right. Uh, which is, I should say, uh, quite an easy place oh. to get to. About two hours by bullet train from Tokyo, I think. Quite easy to get to. And out of all those places... If you could recommend one, what would it be? Really hard. I mean, I, I reckon I know which one you're going to go for. What? Well, I can't. It's awkward. I can't really say. Uh, well, have you, have, you, wait, have you decided where it is? Kind of. I think it's Ishigaki. Because you always bang on about it. No. Every time I see you, you're like, oh, yeah, mate, Ishigaki. Ishigaki is good, but it's, I don't know. If you're, well, that's what I was going to ask you. Um, in what 
what are you exactly looking for? If you're looking for a tropical, nice no, weather, no, no. like a resort, I don't want. I don't want variables. I just want you to tell me which one you'd recommend the most. Kochi, Kochi, really? Yeah. yeah, that's a surprise. I mean, Kochi's great. No, because, but well, it's just got a barbecued no, fish. Well, it's, no, it's not. <laughs> it's just that the Hirome Ichiba, the whole atmosphere. Because I recommend this place because the seventy percent of the people who are. Uh, in Hirome Ichiba, uh, they're all local. They're not tourists. Yeah, I they're all Kochi that, people. Yeah. So if you just sit next to these people, it's like, oh, where are you from? It's like, oh, oh, yeah, that we. Yeah, like, where are you from? It's like, oh, Seattle, Seattle, Ichiro, I... <laughs> or stuff like that. You know what I mean? When like, I went there yeah. with um, Connor, we had quite a few people actually mm. sort of sit down and, and talk to us. It was a very busy market. Like, I was really surprised by how bustling Pe- it was. People are drunk from like noon. <laughs> in the yeah, it was a really cool atmosphere actually. There's not, I don't think I've ever been to a market quite like that. Yeah. And then, in Japan. And then I've been to the many markets right and this is the place where like you know because i mean like like i told you i want to kind of reveal the places that have not been known or discovered mm. by you know anyone well like outside you know people from outside yet yeah. so and i would say kochi the uh hirome ichima hirome market it's in the kochi city it's right in the center as a place where people should go when people come here nice Japan. choice I, if i had to choose out the list i would say uh Mount Aso. Mount Aso. Because you Komoto. made a song. Because I made a song. But also, it is just the most visually striking place in Japan, in yeah. my view. Yeah. There is nowhere else quite like that. But those are our recommendations. But you, 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 but you missed the chicken. The, I did the, miss the, the chicken. Yeah, it was a Lakudayama. You, you have to try well, that. I did ride a horse up the mountainside. You, did you eat the horse? I didn't eat a horse. Oh, okay. I felt it was a bit disrespectful that time. <laughs> I did eat a horse a few years ago there. It is the cuisine of Aso, of course. Raw yeah, of course. horse beef. Yeah. Um, Got to be tried, but don't <laughs> don't try it when you ride a horse. Okay, right. That's that's just no, that, that, that's that's our tendency that's sort of in Japan. That's something that we tend to do in Japan, like you know, eating eating like lamb barbecue, like watching sheep and you know, <laughs> just riding a horse and eating. It's a sinister culture and yeah, a sinister exactly. man. But thank you so much for your suggestions, Riotro. Some really interesting ones there. You know, it's always mm. good when we have guests come on and give their recommendations. It's always such a diverse list. But because you travelled the country so extensively it's uh, yeah probably the most varied uh, list to date so thank you yeah, so, so much yeah um, you can check out Ryotaro on Ryotaro's Japan the <laughs> we're laughing top top YouTube channel content top there YouTube. Uh, and of course Ryotaro will be joining on Journey Across Japan Speria YouTuber what did you say Speria YouTuber than a British peasant Speria what yeah what does that mean Speria what is that Speria what yeah, is that so. You just created a new word. Awesome, is it? Okay, sorry. What is it? What, <laughs> what have you been drinking? Yeah, too much fizzy it's pop. Drunk. <laughs> um, but keep the stories, questions, comments coming in, guys. Thank Unfortunately, you. we've had no questions uh, this week because we're about out of time. We've only got Riotta over a certain amount of time. But uh, <laughs> Pete will finally be back next week, I believe. I hope he is. Oh, is he? Because he's been it felt like an endless amount Caribbean. of time. Yeah, he's been sailing around the Caribbean. Really? Pir- Lucky, pirating? Pirates. Yeah, <laughs> Pete the pirate. Of course he is. Uh, but we'll be back uh, on... Thursday to do it all over again guys for now no matter where you might be out in the big wide world enjoy the first week of April and uh, well we'll see you right back here do it over again on the Abroad Japan podcast bye Riotaro and thanks for I'll come back for sure don't know about that don't know about that Abroad in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network 
Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 